Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I think that's what, that's my goal, I think, for 2023. Not better, just easier. (laughs) Just easier. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Just something really low and hopefully achievable. Yeah. I just, and that way, if I just kind of scooch in, hey, I'm not, don't, don't bother me. I'm, nope, I'm not doing anything. uh, Then maybe things will be all right. That's my plan. I think that's a solid attainable goal. (laughs) Don't, don't look our way. We're not, nope, don't worry. We're just here. (laughs) New year, not new me, just easier. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not new me. That would take more effort than I have. Yeah, we don't have time for that, so. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. We're just here to provide content for you, even when that means recording on New Year's Eve. Hey. Happy New Year to everyone. You are already in the New Year, so you are in the future. Congratulations. You made it. Yeah, but we are in the holiday of Troy and Gabriella, so it's a so true. Time. So true. We're in that liminal space right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be in a snow-covered ski lodge, mm. not surrounded by vampires. No, we're not in Ferrero Rocher's world. We're in Kenny right. Ortega's world. Where we are surrounded by a karaoke machine and Sprite. Yeah. And we meet the love of our lives in high school. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're meant to. Welcome into the twilight. (laughs) The liminal space here. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to fucking watch all three of those high school musical movies, baby. That's exactly what I'm doing. Honestly, that's a great idea. I can't wait to sob violently. When right. I get to that third high school musical movie like I do every time. How are you? I am vibing. I am now thinking about high school musical, which has You're derailed. so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um I wanted to bring ooh, a book or two to the space. Here. Oh shit. What? Um I can read Guess who's literate? <laughs> um, because I thought, you know, I've been looking at I did a lot more reading than I've done in the past few years because I used to read a lot. I used to read booktube, you know, it was a whole thing. Repress that. <laughs> I will literally never stop bringing that up. It's fine. We made it through. But I was like, hey, reading, cool, actually. Uh, what if I did it again? And turns out- Reading uh, is I fun. Read, reading is fundamental and we do do it on this podcast. But I also read two books that are very uh, vampire forward that were not for this podcast, which seems- um, What? Wild. <laughs> What um, other podcasts are you doing? Right, yeah. <laughs> what if I <laughs> I'm I'm work cheating on you with another vampire <laughs> podcast. No, Honestly, thought, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this whole time. I just really need to get it out, but this was not doing it for me, so I had to just like have another You had outlet. to spend more hours in your week yeah. about vampires. Dude. Right. Um, the grind so never that was stops. a fun little 
uh, thing of events that I did not plan intentionally, but it did happen. So I thought it's relevant to the show. Okay. If you want some vampire fiction, I got you, baby. All right, bring me back to booktube. Bring was no. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to my channel. Uh, I have two books. One of which is Dead Collections, which oh. is vampires. It's trans. It's gay. Oh. Um, and the main character is a trans vampire who works as an archivist. Oh. Already, you should be sold. <laughs> That, that is enough. Sounds like something we should read here. It's good, and maybe we will. It's very good. Um, and it's oh. like a little bit of a romance, a little bit of a come to terms with, you know, vampirism or whatever, and the body mm. and all those things. the The main guy in it, he's like, um, it's very like Tumblr vibes. Like he's a little bit older, but like he like talks about like writing fan fiction for like a show that he was obsessed with or whatever growing up. Damn. And so it's very, like, this, you know? Like, it's very this vibe <sighs> that we do here. Um, and the other one, the title is bad. I just need to preface <laughs> that. I need you to stick I mean, with me. bad is what we do. Right. Um, it's called The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's not good, but it's fine. It's not terrible. Sure. And it's, like, satire comedy about, like, you know... Housewives in the 90s in this, uh, I think North Carolina is where it's set. Um, mm. And they like start a book club where they all read, like get super into true crime <laughs> books and Relevant. murders. Um, and then, uh, uh-oh, a real shady guy comes into town and people start dying. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Who's got <laughs> to solve it? Uh, these women who, in their free time, when they're not just caring for their husbands and doing a lot of emotional and physical labor, um, it's them. These ladies. They're doing it. Um, Damn. And it's okay. very fun. And I think it's getting a You're... TV adaptation. So that's... Fun. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you want to be ahead of the curve. Reading with your eyes in a different Reading way. Is fun. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love this. I love. Turns books. out I was in vampire fever this year, which um, outside of this <laughs> podcast, which feels weird. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you were doing extra credit, right? Yeah, I, I did a little bit more homework, uh, hoping I get an A that <laughs> semester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Those are great yeah. recommendations. I yeah. will shout out to Libby first of all. Shout out to Libby for um, real, for real. <laughs> thank you, libraries, for existing. This yeah, is amazing. We love a Thank library. you. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing okay. I'm going yeah. into this next year yawning. Sure. So <laughs> just same as ever. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a bold but consistent I, statement. Right. Exactly. Um, there's one area of my life that is consistent, which is yawning. Um, the happy thing that I'm bringing to the space this week is true crime. Um, Whoa. Shockingly enough. However, I, it is a podcast. Yeah. It is called Scamfluencers. Ooh. And so I have, I, this is not new information, friends, that I like true crime. However, yeah. I, as I'm getting older, I'm very mindful 
of the true crime content that I imbibe um, because I try to be a conscious consumer in general. Sure. Yeah. And also, I realized that what I actually enjoy about true crime isn't uh, death right. <laughs> and murder. It's about like the, it's like a German word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the Jordan, like the people yeah. getting caught. Sure. Is kind of what interests me. And so what I've found with, is that there are different areas of true crime that aren't just like gore and murders and death. And so this podcast really hits on that in a way that's like good for my mental health and also Mm -hmm. engaging and it's scamfluencers. And what they do is every episode and some are like multiple parts because it's more of a like, uh, well thought out Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, It's more like news is they go over some of the like biggest scammers that in the biz yeah and so it doesn't really cover uh death which is healthy for my brain yeah for sure. but it does cover some really wacky shit like (laughs) a, a dude that like scammed his way into the publishing agencies and was like blackmailing people with their manuscripts what Oh my that's God. wild that is wild. that's some <laughs> and it's hooked. like that is that is the stuff that's like wild and interesting to my brain but isn't stuff that will like you know make me afraid of the dark right. <laughs> um and right. doesn't like disrespect people's families right of yeah they're dead people right right yeah and it's easier too when like the crime is like money or like that kind of exactly. stuff rather than like a person's life <laughs> you know like it's still a crime and you know it's interesting like how it comes together or whatever but obviously there's not like a literal victim as far as uh, a person <laughs> you know? right and there are obviously like they do content warnings ahead of time because some of right. these do cover um like heavier topics mm-hmm. um and there are still victims of these like a lot of them cover yeah. stuff like money laundering Um, And so people have been, like, scammed out of their money. But to me, that feels like a lot easier of a story to handle than what I grew up on, which was, like, uh, forensic files and shit like that growing up, where it's just, like, um, a lot of, like, propaganda for cops and stuff. So I get to hear a juicy story. Mm Mm-hmm. And learn a lot about, a lot about, like, what people were interested in and, like, the Anna, what was it, Anna Delvey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those kinds of stories, which oh, are still juicy. true crime, but not, right. you know, like, children dying and shit <laughs> right. like that. Yeah. So, if you are, if you like those kinds of stories, you want to hear them. But you want to make sure that you're good for your health. Uh, highly recommend checking it out. The two hosts, I think, have been friends for a really long time. So their dynamic is really interesting with each other. Yeah. And, you know, one of them is technically a friend of the pod, a.k.a. my coworker, <laughs> Sachi Cole. So, <laughs> well, 
So that's just an added bonus. Come on down <laughs> to the pod. <laughs> literally any time, like yeah, <laughs> literally any time. Um, as a avid, like have book on shelf. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but yes, so. That is a. I don't often promote other people's work because I just want you to listen to art. Uh, we're the but only I, podcast. We're the, <laughs> sometimes but, there are others. Um, but as someone who only listens to podcasts because I can't work with music on, mm-hmm. um, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts, and I should probably recommend them at some point. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Um, we don't have any current events this week because as you know as someone who works in news between the christian holiday of christmas and new year's all the news outlets they go to sleep they go to sleep they sleep for the winter (laughs) yeah they just like the little sleepy time good night moon bear they just mm, they just snooze yeah take a little rest sleep so i wanted to ask you as someone who works in news tm um if you had any predictions for 2023, specifically uh, around our crew, our Twilight right. crew, and adjacent. Yeah. What do you think is going to be, what's on our bingo board this year? Okay. On our bingo board, I think, I won't say they will be in a movie that is finished this year, but I do think someone will put Rob and Kristen in a movie together pre-production. Like, as a casting. <sighs> and then you will the immediately time. hear me sh- be shot into the sun. Right. I think this is the time. Because people have said it. Directors have said it. That they, I agree. They have chemistry. There's something. And they are in different places in their career now. It's been enough time. I think they can do some weird freaky shit together. And I think this is where the gears start, start in motion. This is where it's happening. They're turning. It's a bold <sighs> one. But I think I think it makes sense given I agree their trajectories at this current moment. Hmm. I what do I want to see happen? <laughs> right. Versus what I think will happen. Mm-hmm. It'll be three years since Midnight Sun by that point. Yeah. I think I think Stephanie's gonna drop something. Uh, yeah. I don't know that it's going to be a full thing, and I don't know right. that she might even drop it this year, like right. in 2023. Right. But I do think that she might announce that she's dropping something for like a crisp 2024. Right. Yeah. And I'm, she's talked about it being the like Jacob Renesme thing, and that's what I'm right. afraid of. That's what I'm so scared um, of. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so fucking, because you know we're, like, contractually obligated, and that's what I'm scared right. of. Um, <laughs> I think, here's what I want to happen. I want mm-hmm. it to be an announcement next year of maybe, like, a short story compilation right. of the Cullens before they met Bella. Mm. So we could get more of, like... Alice Jasper, uh, yeah. Carlisle when he was with the Volturi. Like, I would love short stories from her. Yeah, totally. What I'm afraid is going to happen is the money's <laughs> run out. 
<laughs> we gotta and she's bring gonna drop back on. <laughs> she's gonna drop another another either like one or two books. Uh, and I hate to put that into the universe, but something in my body is telling me that's true. Yeah. And that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid. Yeah, that's. And yeah. if she does it, but here's the thing. Here's the positive. <laughs> if she comes out with something, then you know E.L. James can't do anything. Right. Until like a couple years down the road. So we have some time before things get like really bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can at least brace ourselves <laughs> a little bit <laughs> for impact. Yeah. This one's definitely not going to happen, but wouldn't it be funny if this is the year that she isn't Mormon anymore? <laughs> oh, my God. From those, like, conspiracies stops. that we saw right. where she was, like, the writer of that book mm-hmm. coming out. Oh, my God. Right. See, okay, what that's what I actually year? want. Right. What if this is the year that Stephanie Meyer becomes ex-Mormon? <laughs> She's the one, instead of Jeffree Star, who's leaving the Illuminati. Right, like imagine like a juicy like Diane Sawyer interview, you know, full hour coming. The truth is out. Like full, she goes full uh, uh Leah Romney or whatever, but for Mormonism or something. <laughs> can you imagine? Wait, hold on, Cody. Can you imagine Diane Sawyer having to ask? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine Diane Sawyer? <laughs> having to ask stephanie about why she named a main character in her books after her brother who's also named jacob (laughs) like award-winning diane sawyer yeah this is what pulitzers are for this is (laughs) i know i just feel like stephanie knows like her she had so much acclaim in like 2020 because of TikTok and she's gone girl. Like no one's really talking about her anymore. She's out. Yeah. And she needs the money. Right. So. So it's either she puts out a book about coming out. She says, I'm not Mormon anymore. If Andrew Garfield could do it, he's sometimes I forget he's not actually Mormon. Um, He was just so convincing in that show. (laughs) Okay, if Andrew Mormon, if Andrew Mormon, <laughs> my favorite actor, Andrew Mormon, <laughs> notable Spider-Man, Andrew Mormon, if Andrew Garfield could pretend to do it, then I can too. Right. <laughs> she goes on a whole press tour. I'm, yeah. I'm not a Mormon anymore. That was a different girl. I right. used to wear a uh, coral lipstick. Now I wear nudes um i'm telling my true story um and that's her book okay that's what i actually want to happen yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, my other thing that i really want is i want another barb and star with jamie dornan yeah oh but i will take um i will take stephanie coming out of religion before that Oh, jeez. <sighs> okay. Um, we have an email here from our listener, Emily. Could Hell you yeah. read this for the class? Absolutely. I, I can. Um, this is from Emily. Thank you, Emily. The subject here is <laughs> Emily the criminal, parentheses, arrested by Paw Patrol. So already, we're in for a treat. <laughs> 
She says, someday I will get to writing out my Twilight backstory, but for now I'm compelled to continue my theme of Halloween stories. Until Halloween of 2019, I thought that Paw Patrol was a spinoff from Frozen featuring the magical rock trolls, obviously titled (laughs) Paw Patrol. (laughs) I was only made aware that Paw Patrol did not exist when my husband told me to look at the Paw Patrol costumes when we were driving past trick-or-treaters, and I was shocked at this point to find dogs instead of trolls. Anyway, let me know if you guys need a second opinion on your wills or a feisty reply letter when Stephanie finally sends her cease and desist. When I'm not the acting mayor of Flavortown, I'm actually an attorney. With Guy Fieri, Bears and Cream Enthusiast, attorney at law. (laughs) Okay, before we can get into this, I do need you to open up our email. Yes, I have have it pulled up. (laughs) And can you describe these two photos that Emily sent along, please? Um, Well, first, they belong in a museum. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, This is Emily as uh, the berries and cream uh, meme. Lad. Yes. Res. Um, Just really, really putting the stank on it. Like, really just selling it here with the, the dancing and the movements and the gestures. Um, oh, big fan of what's going on here. Oh my God, Emily. So you're not wrong, right? There is trolls. Sure. Because I I do think the troll, like the dad troll is called Paw Patrol. Sure. But I do love, this is exactly how my brain works too, Emily. So we do have, we share the same brain cell. <laughs> right. That you thought, <laughs> you thought it was called Paw Patrol, right? Because like, Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, right. And that was the same as Paw Patrol. Patrol, right. <laughs> they do sound very similar. I have to, you know, you really can't split the difference here. So I And when it. mumbled by a toddler, I sure. mean, you're yeah. lost in the sauce. Right. Also, you're an attorney. I, there's so How many How does that? morsels of information in this. My brain is <laughs> trying to complete Are you an attorney? Who, like, your shtick, like, your small-town attorney shtick is you dress up as the berries and cream lad? God, so good. Can you imagine that as, like, a hometown attorney billboard? Like, oh, my God. Do you have yeah. mesothelioma? attorney. You could be entitled <laughs> to compensation. I'm the berries and cream attorney. You can trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you all the money you're owed. <laughs> oh, my God. Emily, why do we have such fucking smart listeners? Is the yeah, thing that we really don't my this. <laughs> You listen to us. Like, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> like nurses, attorneys, HR sure. people, Marines. Right. What is right. that? Yeah. What's going on here? <sighs> and then there's us. Right. <laughs> Sharing one brain cell. Mm-hmm. And then we just got almonds for brains. Like what? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> okay. All right, my producer, Andrew Mormon, is telling me to get to our book for this week. <laughs> yeah, he's bringing up the, the stage hook or whatever. He's doing <laughs> the, like, wrap it up sign. Um, yeah, okay, so <laughs> um, here's what I remember from chapters three and four of last week is the um, they played the vitamin C graduation song on campus. Right. Yep. Um... Rose got a little heart eyes over Jill's mom. Yeah. And then they went to court. Mm-hmm. The 
they had that really awkward dinner that Adrian forced on Rose. Right. <laughs> yeah. Me and my parents, we totally chill. <laughs> <laughs> Come see my aunt, who's the queen. Um, it actually went fine, lol. Except for that uh, Adrian's parent, well, Adrian's mom was like, mm-hmm. don't break my son's heart, please. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we got then that, they did the uh, heist. Yes. And we got uh, Mikhail up in the up in the crew. <laughs> yeah. And the heist like worked. Right. Question mark. Yeah. Got the documents. Got the papers. Everything's okay. looking like it's going great. Yeah, surprisingly, everything is, it's all coming up Rose and Lissa. Right, which uh, is a rarity Suspicious. here. So things <laughs> could only turn for the worse. <laughs> right. Tell me about chapter five. Chapter five. Um, the girlies are, look, they are researching. They are studying these blueprints, okay. these documents. Um, we are figuring out a game plan here. Um, and Lisa is like fully on board, you know, we have like, we're getting the crew, the crew together, getting the gang back. Um, the files are five years old. That is important to know. Yes. So So they're like, we're going to study them, but with a grain of salt. Right. Because anything could change. We don't know how the buildings are currently, but this is what we got. So we got to stick with it. Right. Right. And yes. also, um, Lissa is getting back into her charm making. She's really leaning oh, into yeah. it for for this heist and situation. Um, obviously, you know, Rose feels a little bit of guilt about that because it is using, like, a lot of energy and it could bite her in the butt or whatever. But for a good heist, gotta have some, some protection from the spirit. Right. Yes. Then this luncheon... Yes. Is like a, it's like a dating thing. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like speed dating for Guardians right. and Maroi, kind of. Because like, and also the Guardians are kind of like the ones, the cool ones out here in this right. arena. Because they, they're all in their cool little nice suits. They're all wearing like cool black suits. Um, and all these Maroi are just like coming up to them being like, I'd really love it if you'd be my guardian. Like, I think we'd do really cool things together. <laughs> um, like they're kind of just like making their pitch to everyone and being like, hey, I want you. And that's it. Um, and obviously Rose wants Lissa and vice versa, but she's not feeling too good about her chances. Um, so they're just like sitting in the corner. <laughs> right. So yeah, she's like, I'm not, I'm just going to stay here. And also, I don't think anyone else wants me because I... Uh, escaped <laughs> and like right. did all these wacky things um but she can we also... talk about the fact that ferrero just dropped in the middle of a sentence that she says all the american schools had sent their new recruits right as if w- sorry what <laughs> what do you mean we knew saint vlad's in montana what do you mean there are other right american schools how many what like this is like the to goblet of fire situations like all the hits where you're like these existed this whole time there were others that were just like they're all just gonna prance on in here and do their little entrances okay what because i know i feel like in the second book the one with the ski lodge we knew there had been another attack on a school yeah so i know that there was like one other 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was on a resident. No, I think they were all on homes at that point. I don't think yeah. they were They were on schools. I think that was just in the show. Mm, right. So she just drops this and we're supposed to yeah. be like, what? <laughs> like, okay, sure, sure. We all knew about this. Totally. Yep. So is that what the spinoff books that someone had emailed us about are about? Mm. Yeah, perhaps. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, sure. All right. Anyway. I'll believe wild. you, Ferrero. Yeah. Um, she has this nice little conversation with Adrian, who's just here. <laughs> like, not that he's yeah. needing a guardian or going anywhere. He's just going to, like, vibe at the court. Um, Last night, his dad was literally like, why are you just bumming around? And now he's literally just bumming around. Yeah, he's like, well, it's kind of worked for me so far, so I'm just going to stick with that. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my sure. life. Um, and she's like, no one wants me as a guardian. I only want Lissa. Like, they all think I'm reckless and wild. And he's like, yeah, but everyone thinks, like, you went on a wild Sergoy hunting spree and, like, you're a badass. And also everyone saw you do the trial. So, like, you're pretty hot commodity, I think. Um, yeah, they're then- scared of you, but they also kind of want you. Right, but they also, like, it's like a, you know, ooh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but ooh. <laughs> Mysterious. Terrifying. Love it. Good for protection. And then we get Tasha Ozera. What? It's been a while. If you, it's been a while. And also, if you remember, uh, Tasha has been previously shunned by everyone. <laughs> simply it's by true. being an Ozera. Um, so has never had... A guardian and did not you know the royal courts did not think it was necessary or for her to have one um and they wouldn't you know just give someone to her um turns out the ties have changed my friends um and that she uh is getting a guardian pretty much so that she can kind of stop making all these theories about maroi fighting alongside uh guardians um but she's like yeah, yeah whatever, kind of doing just- it to shut her up Right, yeah, but she's like, I'll just have a guardian and we can spar. <laughs> we'll just do it that way. <laughs> That's fine with me. Um, and then she's like, I did request you, Rose. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. This is... Uh, this is awkward. Yeah. Because in the... I think it was the second book. It might have been the third, honestly. I can't count. Mm-hmm. Um... Rose really likes Tasha. She's cool. Yeah. Everyone likes Tasha. She's a badass. Right. Yeah, she's she's a cool. However, lady. if we remember, Dimitri and Tasha had a thing. Yeah. And the only reason why Dimitri broke things off, aside from the fact that he like loved Rose, was right. because I think if I remember correctly, Tasha wanted like kids and like to settle down. Right, like a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dimitri was like, well, I want honor, Tim. <laughs> right. <laughs> and That's not so my lifestyle, but... <laughs> the idea of having to be the guardian for your dead, sort of, uh, <laughs> lover's ex-girlfriend is... That's some real, like, the L word. Shit. Yes, <laughs> Right, it's like that uh, bulletin board of just, like, all the red string. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's pretty messy. I love, though, that Lissa's, like, or that Rose, because I think they they get pulled off. Mm. Um, Rose and Lissa have to go, like, talk to 
Tatiana. Yeah. But, and Rose is like, so cool or whatever that you want to like have me. That's like a mm-hmm. cool thing for my ego or whatever. Um, however, can I like, is all your jewelry silver? She's like, uh, yeah. She's like, cool, cool. Can I like have all of that? <laughs> can I just take it? And she doesn't say why uh, to right. Tasha, but it's so that uh, Lissa can like charm all of it because they need it for crime. Yeah. But Tasha just like does. She's like, okay, well, I'm not going to take it all off right now, but yeah, I'll just send it up to your room. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. It's like, I don't really want to take all my jewelry off in the middle of this party, but yeah, yeah I'll just give it to you later. Sure. So apparently if you're really in demand as a guardian, you can kind of just ask for whatever you want. Right, like people's possessions and things that mm-hmm. they're wearing. <laughs> yeah. And it works. Yeah. Ugh, this scene with Tatiana is weird. Yeah. Because Tatiana's still being... Cordial isn't even really the right word. It's more so just like not outwardly rude. Right. <laughs> Right. Holding it back a little bit. Right. <laughs> but this is the the conversation where Lissa is reintroduced to Serena and Grant. Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who took over for Dimitri. Right. Um, and are supposed to be, like, Tatiana wants them to be Rose's replacement. For Lissa's guardians. Right. And this is so rude, too, because she's like, oh, it'll be really nice for your birthday. Like, you'll have protection. You can party. It'll be a really nice treat. Oh, Rose, you can come, too, if you want. Like, it's just so... It's so rude. It's like, I'm right here. What are you doing? And Lissa's really excited because, like, I think it's Lee University or Lay University. um, That... Is the one that Lissa wants to go to. And she's like, hell yeah, I want to go see that. Yeah. Um, but Tatiana's only doing it with the purpose of getting Serena and Grant kind of like into her life and Rose out of it. Right. Rude. Ugh. The, I want to know your thoughts about Eddie. Eddie. <sighs> Eddie's kind of like the talk of the town now. He's kind of... Everyone kind of, wants Eddie. He's kind of cleaning up right now. Everyone's, like, swarming him. They're all like, I want to be... I want you to be my guardian. I want you to be my guardian so bad. You're so cool and sexy <laughs> and good at fighting. Uh, um, so apparently he did very, very well at his little trials and stuff, as we kind of gleaned from the last time. Um, well, because unlike Rose, he had really good grades and really good right. scores <laughs> in the test. Right. So, yeah, and he's so, definitely a catch. Yeah. Good job, Eddie. Yeah. Um, we love you. It's, it's very nice. Um, we get, they have that little conversation, but then Rose is like, hmm, I think I need him for this. <laughs> I think I, I think need, I need to ruin this. his life. <laughs> I think I need to put him in danger again. <laughs> And, and she's she feeling feels, so guilty about it. She feels so bad. She's like, I really, you should say no to what I'm going to ask you. You really shouldn't even listen to what I'm going to ask you. And you should say no to it. Like, this is not something you want to do. And every time, Eddie's like, yeah, whatever, Rose, for sure. I'm down. Like, you know, you saved my life countless times. 
uh, let's do it. I'm here for you and I want to help you, whatever it is you're doing. And she's like, but you don't want to, don't do it. He's like, no, I got it for sure. <laughs> whatever. And she's like, God damn it. There's let's go. <laughs> I already, Eddie is already my favorite character. I didn't yeah. need what Ferrero does in this scene. Um, but she's just determined on like breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. So it seems like initially they were standing like side by side because they're still supposed to be like working sort of. Yeah. But what Eddie does here kills me because Rose is doing the whole thing of she's like, nothing's wrong. Something's very <laughs> much wrong. Right. I'm fine. What Eddie does is he turns to her and he takes her chin uh, um, and he like tips it up with his fingers to get her to look at him and yeah. he's like what do you need this uh, man are you kidding me eddie and he's like just tell me when you know Ugh. the way he doesn't need to be better than he is and yet mm-hmm. he keeps doing it right it's fucked up but he knows like Rose wouldn't ask unless it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he also knows that, like, she will keep him safe. Because they've already gone through shit together before. <laughs> right. But now he's going to put a whole life of safe, theoretically, life, but a boring right. one, a sign, to go with her and he doesn't know what it is. Right. This man. Ugh. Oh, my heart. I love him. Okay. We are at the heist. We are pre the heist. (laughs) We're leading into the heist. Yes. Eddie's there. The gang's there. Liz is there. Uh, It's the middle of the night, which means it's the middle of the day. (laughs) It's very light outside. Um, And they meet... uh, they go up to, uh, they're, like, making their little covert plan to go meet Mikhail, um, in this sort of, like, compound thing, um, slip into this garage, um, and he's just kind of, like, we have the gang together. He's like, okay, we got, we're gonna all fit in here. We're gonna make this work. We're gonna make this drive. This is it. Um, they are in, (laughs) like, like, they put him in the trunk of this, like, whatever car this is a dodge charger <laughs> like pops the trunk and is like get in <laughs> this, is, this is so fucked up three yeah. adults now eddie right. rose and lissa right into a trunk mm-hmm. uh, and he's like mikhail's like yeah, yeah yeah no it'll be super quick i just need to get through the gates and then right. i'll pull over and it'll be super fast right don't worry about it you can fit three adults <laughs> in this trunk yeah how big is this fun. trunk right like what 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 is this what's going on here they uh, don't die thankfully no. yeah they get out it's fine it's just annoying <laughs> <laughs> and then they're on their way to right. alaska yeah they yeah get go to the airport and they're like Let's, it's go time, baby. Yeah. It's time for a crime. It's time for crime. And that is what chapter six is all about. It's crime time. 
It's crime time. <laughs> They're on a little flight um, from Seattle to Fairbanks. They had to take a few flights uh, to get to Alaska. And this is the final stretch here. Yeah, I... Um, they This would have been a lot faster if they hadn't been in Pennsylvania. If they'd still been in Montana, would have been right. less travel time for them. But Yeah, but hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it is... I feel bad for Eddie in this moment because yeah. he doesn't know why they're doing this. He just knows right. that they're going to Alaska. Yeah, has no clue what the plan is. Yeah, he's just... Dedicated to the cause. Yeah. Right. Which, honestly, it was a good choice on Rose's part to choose Eddie because he's down to clown. Anyone, like, Mia at this point would have been like, tell me what we're doing or I'm calling literally anyone. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is helpful to know that Rose did leave Adrian a note. Saying yes, her like, and Lissa wanted a like a girls' weekend before going on a girls their trip. college visit. Yeah, don't worry about us. We're chill. We're just gals being pals. Yep, everything's fine. So that's helpful, I guess. Yeah, and I thought uh, like, wow, things are going so great for them. When is when are we gonna hit <laughs> our first roadblock? Right. Um, and it is surprisingly as soon as they get off the plane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. These kiddos are 18. Right. That is not old enough to rent a car. No. And I don't know that they had thought that part through yet. Mm-mm. So they are stuck in Fairbanks talking to several different rental car companies and they're like no no please (laughs) no (laughs) no thank you yeah and also like i know we're saving up the compulsion juice or for the heist or whatever but like maybe flex it a little bit for (laughs) this you know i feel like that could be an easy (laughs) easy little confusion to make i i feel like that is a that is a wild roadblock to have right. hit when right. you all knew given, you were going to need a car. Yeah. At this and point. given all their sets of skills, like, this feels like something we should have planned for. But whatever. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but they got a car, and they got a room at some motel, and went over the plan. Yes. Um, and basically they're like, oh, okay, it runs on the vampire schedule. It's still, you know, a weird time right now, so we'll, like, readjust with the time zones and get to business um, and see what's yes. up. <laughs> the, when they scope things out, yeah, it's not, they're still going to, they realize that they're going to need to drive in. There's no mm-hmm. way to actually like break in proper. Right. Which I feel like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Yes. Friends. Um, all of them have charms now that they're wearing. Right. Which is helpful to know. Um, they are all eating, I think, donuts and are just (laughs) like waiting for 
early evening for mm-hmm. humans to be able to do the plan. Right. I do love, too, that uh, <laughs> Rose bought this, like, GPS <laughs> Oh, yeah. And she's so excited about it. She's so pumped. She's like, guys, you can know exactly where coordinates are. You know exactly where <laughs> we are. This is wild. The future is here. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. The I had no idea how this was going to go, to be honest. Right. Because um, up to this point, we didn't get, like, an actual debrief of what the plan was. We're like, there's a plan. No. And we just see it in action as it's happening. The one thing I didn't know that you could do with compulsion, but I, I mean, I believe you, um, is the, they had brief, like very simple disguises that they're wearing, mm-hmm. but also part of Lissa's compulsion is that it's making people think that they are different people. Right. And notably that they are human. Yes. As well. Yeah. Because the Eddie is supposed to still be a guardian, but he doesn't look right. like Eddie. Right. And Lissa and Rose are supposed to be feeders. Yes. And it, even though they had like an old form trying to get in, it still works. Right. Yeah, they, so, they basically just, like, chuff it up to, like, a clerical error or something, being like, dang, these systems always <laughs> you know? Ugh, hate to see it. Um. Yeah, I... Apparently it works. And they just need to go into, like, the office to sort it out. Because right, they weren't yeah. supposed to get feeders this soon. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, it's okay. The yeah. Because it's, like, nighttime. It's, like, their night shift. Mm-hmm. The warden's not there. Right. It's so their, like, we have a few hours to make something right. happen. And Rose and Lissa are, like... Pretending to be feeders, and so they're acting like they need a fix. Yeah, they're hamming it up, for sure. Right. And like, I need it so bad right now. <laughs> I can't believe. Surely someone's hungry. Maybe one specific person is hungry. <laughs> one. <laughs> one specific. Because bef- at this point, they're like, okay, fine. If you shut up, we'll get you a feeder. He's not supposed to, or a, a person to be fed with. Um, he is not set to get fed for another 15 minutes but if you'll shut your trap i'll get him out right now is that okay and they're like well who is it right <laughs> she's like what yeah it depends <laughs> yeah it depends on who's tasty enough um <sighs> and Lisa does some good composure work being like hey i know victor dashkov is not supposed to get fed for like another hour or so but what if he wanted to be wanted to feed right now what if he was like really hungry right now and it was not like a weird thing to request and swap him out and the guardian's like yeah for sure i'll make that call absolutely (laughs) since they're split up now they don't know what eddie's still doing in the office yeah he's bumbling with files still trying to (laughs) to be like i'm i work here for sure he's just playing with one of those like abacus things on their desk (laughs) yeah um but in the feeding room it's rose and lissa and then there's the like guard who manages the schedule 
And then there was another feeder who was Mm -hmm. just, like, there. And I think Lissa had made it so that the feeder went to sleep because she Mm. can't – it takes more power for her to compel two people at one time. Right. Yeah. So I think his name was, like, Bradley. Bradley Cooper, the feeder. He went to sleep. Famously. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's just the guard now until Victor shows up. And poor Lissa, dude. <laughs> yeah. And from Rose's POV of this, it hurts so much more. Because, like, we're watching her watch Lissa, like, visibly tense up, but, like, try to keep it cool. And also her being like, we did so much work to make sure that he would be locked up forever and that she, he wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. her again. And now we're just going to undo all that right now. Well, yeah, because that's the that thing, we don't even know like, works. <laughs> Lissa's in the, like, main area, and Rose is behind one of the curtains. Yeah. So that when Victor comes in, she will be there with him. hmm I feel so bad for Lissa right now. Yeah. But um, Victor doesn't even notice Lissa. Like, he doesn't really even give her a second glance. Mm-mm. So she was working, like, extra hard. And I thought this was super interesting, because he... When Victor went into the, like, curtained area with Rose, he was like, Mm. dope, feeding time. Yum, yum. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he didn't clock that it was Rose, and then all of a sudden, like, he did. Like, the the compulsion, like, stopped working for him. Yeah, it was like a middle ground, like, illusion kind of thing, where it was, like, Mm -hmm. both tricked him into thinking that she wasn't who she was but like still seeing through it and like seeing both at the same time in a way yeah it was like as soon uh as the illusion as soon as he saw through the illusion like he couldn't go back right into seeing it again the ballet dancers spin in one way you can only see it you can't go back you know Mm -hmm. and then he gets like very excited yeah Even though it's obvious when he walked in that he's like malnourished, he's not doing well. Yeah, still very sick. Um, Um, Right. Yeah, but he's like, oh shit, this could be the best thing I've (laughs) ever had. (laughs) Let's go. Right. Um, And then this chapter ends (laughs) so buck wild. Yeah. Rose like, Rose, jackass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you put your yeah, she's like, if you. Look at me again. If you put your teeth anywhere near me, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. But I do need you to do exactly what I say. Right. He's like, all right, if you want to get out of what? here. <laughs> and then she just, like says something which I did not expect, which is she says, "Attack me." Bum bum bum. What is this plan? <laughs> what? What are they going for here? What? (laughs) We are now, like, in the middle of this prison. In the middle of nowhere Fairbanks. What are you all planning right now? (laughs) (sighs) So, we are really left on a cliffhanger here. Yeah. We have chapter 7 and 8 next week. Where, fingers crossed, they will get out. Of this prison. Or not. And maybe the book ends, you know? Um, Maybe the rest of these chapters are just, like, pretty pictures that we get to color. Yeah. 
could you start off our lovely patrons who have been a joy this year? Yes. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Karp. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Ow. Thank you to Vivian Yuli. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ow. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Lara Forty. Pew, pew. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ow. Thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. Ooh. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Ashlyn Vogel. Pew, 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 pew. I have a fanfiction here that was written by the user Sterna M. Morgan. It is titled, Because Baby, We're Just Reckless Kids. The summary is, as far as Mason knew, there was no girl in Eddie's life. He didn't notice his friend being interested in anyone right now. But looking into this notebook and staring at this page, to Mason, those words seem to be words written for a loved one, a love song. Closing the notebook and finally finding the notes he was originally looking for in one of the other notebooks, with a burn in his heart and an uncomfortable feeling in his stomach, Mason started raking his mind on how he could find out who this song is about. Or, Mason finds a love song written by Eddie. Five times he tries finding out who it's about, and one time Eddie tells him. Cute. (laughs) This is from the fifth time when he does tell him. Mason, I'm gay, okay? Stop trying to get me a girlfriend. Oh. Oh? Yeah, I just didn't expect that. Mason frowned. Why didn't you tell me anything? Eddie shrugged. I thought you knew. I didn't. Well, now you do. Eddie turned to leave. But Mason grabbed his hand, stopping him. Thank you, Eddie. I love you always. Mason smiled softly, and he realized he did. He did love Eddie. Not just in a friend way, but in a he wants to kiss this ginger boy silly, hold his hand all the time like he did right now, run his hands through his hair after sleeping with him, cuddling him at night and protecting him from the nightmares Eddie, Eddie occasionally had. Love him. He was fully, utterly in love with Edison Castile. 
And finally, the uncomfortable, sick-to-a-stomach feeling Mason felt every time he saw Eddie with a girl made so much sense to him. End scene. Aww. I need it. (laughs) Everyone is after Eddie this week. Hell yeah. It's Eddie's week. Everything's coming up Eddie. Everything (laughs) is coming up Eddie, and he deserves it. Well, friends, it's been a great year. Yeah. Not in any other circumstances other than this podcast. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for that. Um, I know you're listening to this on the new year, but thanks for spending the year with us. That's cute or whatever. Yeah. And we've got so much exciting stuff planned. Yeah. Who can say? Yeah, who can can say? Um, Well, get reading on our chapters for next week. And as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.